0: Welcome to the Lioness Queen podcast, where our motto is all about living residue-free. Not allowing the residue from a negative event in your life hinder you from moving forward where God is leading and directing you. Your host, Rev. Dr. Marisha, founder, speaker, author, divorce coach, and licensed minister, provides motivating messages that will help encourage and empower women to live their best life beyond their past. And recognize the worth of their crown. Now let's jump into your weekly dose of letting go of the past and living totally residue free. Here's your host, Reverend Dr. Marisha. Welcome back. Welcome back, my Lioness Queens. I am so excited about today's episode. I'm highlighting another, another Lioness Queen, Mrs. I have to say Mrs. And I have to emphasize that Mrs. Tamika Thomas, who is a transparent author, certified forward living coach, inspirational speaker, and mentor to so, so many she strives to live a life authentically with an open heart showing love to everyone she crosses by path in 2015 she made the leap of faith to no longer use her life's hurts and tragedies as crutches to cripple her but instead use them as stairs to get her to her next level she knew it all had a purpose she just had to find purpose in her pain Today she lives life to empower. She believes that God has called her to be a bridge over troubled water, helping to connect others to their power source. Through her products and services, she is dedicated and determined to show others how they too can turn their trials into treasures. Welcome Mrs. Tamika.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm super excited to be here. This feels like this has been a long time coming after we did that live. But I know that God will meet us here and there will be um, information that's going to help empower empower and inspire others.
0: Amen. Amen. Well, welcome to the Linus Queen podcast, where our model is all about living residue free, which technically that's your model as well not allowing the residue from a negative event in your life to hinder you from moving forward where God is leading and directing you. And our mission is all about to help encourage and empower women to live their best life beyond their past, walk in their purpose and recognize the worth of their crown. And so I have a quote. I love always starting my podcast off with a quote or poem. And I found a very short quote, um, on the internet by someone named E.A. Bucciniere. I don't know if I'm butchering his name or what. But the quote says, it's a shame there has to be a tragedy before the best in people will finally shine. Let me say mm. it again. It's a shame that there has to be a tragedy before the best in people will finally shine. So I, that's a great segue. So, so I'm gonna let you
1: reflect on that oh my goodness that is so good and you know i used to live by that motto i used to think that we birth from pain you know and even using cliches and using quotes such as you know the birthing process and right before you give birth is kind of where you experience the most pain and greatness comes from pain and all of those things but recently I changed my thought process and I started to say it is possible for us to for us to birth out of a place of healing. Mm -hmm. And I do believe that we don't have to wait for the ball to drop. We don't have to wait for the next tragedy, for the doctors to give us um, the negative report for, you know, all those things in order for us to produce greatness. We can literally birth from a place of healing but it takes you really walking through those doors of healing and, and being willing to do that and not having your identity being you know especially people of color our identity is the struggle and we are tied to the struggle and we feel like the only way we can be successful is if we have that grimy story and I don't think that that has to be
0: yeah, and I tell you, it's interesting. Um, I was doing an interview um, earlier today, actually, and um, a guy had asked me a question: How do you recognize um, that you still have residue?
1: Mm. And
0: um, and and I had to say to him, you know, I think oftentimes people are not really doing the introspection people are not doing the work in order to evolve right i think it's so easy to stay in that comfortable space not realizing i I truly believe that's why the trial and tragedies push um the lord pushes us outside of this box but we want to stay in this this box, like the eaglet, like wants to stay in the nest. And then mama's like, uh-uh, I gotta kick you out, boo-boo. Mm-hmm. Like you gotta get kicked out. Like you gotta learn how to fly on your own. Very similar to my husband and I was talking about this. We were talking about how, you know, um, a girlfriend of mine was saying how there's a family across the street from her, and two grown women in their forties and fifties, they never left home. Wow. And it's like, and my husband is, I'm trying to remember the saying, he he was like, they're afraid to fly, mm. right? they're afraid to fly, but we're afraid to come out of the box when God is, he's always pushing, whether you feel the nod or not, he's always pushing because he wants us to evolve. And I think so many women are scared to evolve because they don't know what that looks like. That unknown it's fearful, and I truly believe we all could uh, shift in our healing, but we don't recognize that we
1: need to be healed. Yeah, you know that—that's interesting that you say that because I have started to switch my messaging um, to to hook, you know, and to encourage people to really invite them into the space of healing. But like you said, when I post things or if I say things about um, the need to heal, it's interesting how I get less response or less, you know, engagement. And then if I I change the word just a little bit, I'm still saying the same thing. I get far more engagement because people are really unaware. What is the saying that people say? You don't know what you don't know. If, If you're in this environment, and you know, I, I love using metaphors that are associated with gardening. Mm-hmm. If you're in this meta, if you're in this garden or in this soil and everything around you is brown, you don't know that there's a possibility that your leaves can actually be green, that you could flourish, that you could bear more fruit than the trees around you, because this is just what you've seen. This is what you're around, this is what you know when we are afraid to be replanted resoiled which most people are because that their identity is tied to the hurt their identity is tied to this is how we've always done it all the women in my in my family have an attitude this is how we all talk all the women in my in my family or all the men in my family have multiple baby mamas. All the people in my family, th- this is this is the soil that I'm in. This is the environment that I've been cultivated in. So you mean to tell me you want me to do something that goes against the environment? What are my people gonna think about me? What are the, 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 the leaves and the branches and the, the, the trees, fruit trees around me? What are they gonna say? And then if I dare to be replanted, You know what comes with being replanted. There's things that fall off. See, we love to use these quotes and say, just be replanted, but there's a lot of pain. There's a lot of damage that happens to trees when they're replanted. Ultimately, they grow, but it takes time. So the first thing is to acknowledge that the soil that you're in, and that's hard. That's hard, sis, for people to be able to say, Wait a minute! You mean to tell me the what? What my mama told me all my life is dysfunctional. You mean to tell me that the way? Uh oh! I might get in trouble for this. But the way the church folks have told me mm-hmm. to always operate is wrong. Mm-hmm. That causes us to. It, 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 there's like this mental thing that happens, and you people go through shock.
0: That they they go through they go through shock but it's funny you tapped into something i had just told my son and i have felt it uh, i would say maybe uh, last week or so i had a trigger and the trigger i was like oh daddy mm, that's some ugly residue that i still need to work on and i was telling my son like look it is easy for us to validate like that validation gives us a right to um that validity of what someone did it gives us that validity of this is how i'm supposed to be that validation you know says okay yeah this is why i can act this way because of what they did to me this is why i can act you know we we validate things not realizing That's not how God created us. He did not create us. That's not how we were born. We weren't born in this. We were born with a blank slate. We were born with a blank slate. But as we come up in this soil, whether it's it's rocky, thorny, fertile, depending on that soil, right? Depending on what we grew up in, I recognize for myself, like, wow. Some of it is... I can respond sometimes like my mother did. Mm. you know, um, and I re- and I recognize it, but again, re- that recognizing peace, I have to do the work and, and be like, oh yeah, that really smells. okay, that really stinks.
1: Yeah, that is
0: not of the Lord. yeah, and I have to do that work or you gotta identify it. Hey, hey hey, my name is Marisha. I am in AA. Like you got to <laughs> acknowledge that thing first. You got to really? call that thing out. Like, no, I see you. I see yes. you your file and I need to do something with you. You know what I mean? Yes. And I need, to, I need to be intentional okay. and that's the piece. Like you gotta be intentional with your healing. You gotta mm. be intentional and really, cause guess what? I always say that that fingerprint on our subconscious that fingerprint will always be there. But it's how you address it when when the onset happens. You know, the enemy, he don't have no old tricks. He's gonna use your past. He's gonna use the things that you've been through. He's gonna use those things. So if you already know his game, like you can already prepare and know, but you got to be intentional. And so I know Mm -hmm. from your bio, you've been through some stuff, girl. You got some stuff. You, you have a lot of fingerprints on your subconscious. You got a lot, a lot, a lot. And, and so my question for you is, how did you or how do you be intentional about that shift mm. in, 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 in staying or, or trying
1: to maintain? maintain oh, maintain? that's that's such a good good question and i love how you rephrased it because i believe it's managing you know or maintaining your you i I don't believe that we ever reach a place of healed until you know god comes and and we are raptured up right i believe that we're constantly going to be operating in this place pace of healing because just when you think you've got over one thing here comes something else that shows up and that that residue right um a couple of things that you said that I want to just um, kind of touch on very briefly and then I'm going to talk about some you said the intentional I say I actively engage in my healing it's an active engagement mm-hmm. I also say that healing is like a contact sport if you don't go out there and have your pads on and be ready to you know engage you're going to get knocked down you talked about validation and many many of us want to be validated, but I believe validation is for parking and God didn't create us for that. If we look throughout his word and if we look in the scriptures, that's where our validation comes from. He has already (laughs) called us fearfully and wonderfully made. He has already called us chosen. He has already called us the apple of his eye, but oftentimes we don't read the playbook. So that is really the first way that I've engaged in my healing is really reading the playbook. I got to get into the work. The moment my subconscious mind, the moment those memories, right? the, The body keeps score and trauma lives in our memories. So the moment I smell something, I see something, I hear something, I feel something that reminds me of my trauma, Those negative thoughts come to my mind and then, oh, you're not good enough. See, this is why your mom chose drugs over you. See, this is why the abuse happened. See, all of those things still today as I'm the living forward coach and as I'm, you know, seven time author and speaking on all these amazing stages and doing all that stuff, that stuff still is there. So I have to actively engage. First thing I have to do is I have to go to the playbook, which is the Bible for me. And I have to say, okay, now what does the coach, the ultimate coach say about me? I need to read these plays coach. I, I've, I've gotten off track. I don't really know what play I need to run. So let me get into the, the uh, playbook, which is the Bible. The next thing I do, once I, re- I read the playbook and study the playbook, I have to go back and I have to reflect. Journaling is a huge part of my active engagement, because in order for me to get it from my mind and my heart, I have to put it on paper. And there's something magical that happens when we do that. When we put pen to paper, I tell my clients, put it on paper on purpose. There's a reason why we do that. The other thing is I I have to affirm myself. I don't look for outside affirmation or a validation anymore. I find the validation when I look myself in the mirror. And i tell myself sis you you amazing sis you're powerful sis your love sis your spirit you know all those things i affirm myself i got sticky notes all on my my long mirror in my closet because i'm constantly affirming myself and then the other thing that i do that i think a lot of people neglect is i have like radical boundaries I don't have rigid boundaries. I don't have poor boundaries. I have extremely healthy boundaries. But my boundaries start with me. I don't ask anybody else to to uh, obey, for lack of better words, my boundaries until I start doing them. If I set an alarm for 5:30, but I hit the snooze nine times before I get up, how I'm gonna ask somebody else to to respect my boundaries? when I don't respect the boundaries that I've set for myself. This is a way for me to keep myself accountable. That's another bad word that people don't like. Healing takes accountability. You have to be accountable to self, accountable to God, and accountable to your community. (laughs) I I love to say, you know,
0: trauma is not our fault, but healing is our responsibility. Mm. And you, 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 if you want to be whole, you can. Absolutely. You, you, you can be whole. And I love the, uh, you use, you use the playbook. I always like to say like, I'm in the ring and my coach is always watching, but guess what? I'm in the ring. Yes. Right. But he's seeing what I'm doing. Then when I go to the corner, he kind of, he got to tell me what to do, but I got to fight this thing. Mm-hmm. He's prepared me. He's he's prepared, right? We we've been in training, we we have been in training. But when I'm in the ring by myself, I got to do the work. And and I think that's that's where we get stuck. We get we get stuck in that space where we want somebody else to do it. Mm. And we don't. It doesn't work that way. Life doesn't work that way. I was I was thinking about on a Mother's Day. It was really heavy on my heart on Mother's Day. Um, just talking about uh, us as women having adult children and how mm-hmm. adult children can bring Trump right because of because of their demands, because you're my mom because that's what you're supposed to do, you know and and and, and, and or they feel as if because we didn't do X, y, and Z, That is the reason why they are the way they are. That's why they feel the way they feel. When I love to say, well, you know, all we're supposed to be are planters, right? Mm -hmm. It is up to you to absorb what I plant. Yeah. In the same regard, Mm -hmm. it is up for us to absorb what God plants in our life. Mm -hmm. And, 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 And again, it goes back to the soil it goes back to your heart. What type of heart do you have? You know, is it loose? Is it open where the word can go down between? Mm. You know what I mean? Is it, or is it thorny? Does it go in and then jumps right back out? You believe it and then you don't, you don't apply the next day. What, what type of heart do you have? Mm. But that is, you gotta, you gotta know that for yourself. And that's the thing. Like, I don't, I don't know how to, because you only have access to turn the light on i don't have access to turn your light on you you the only one that has. and so the question is how do i get you to know that the light switch is right beside you, mm. you can that's the thing i think that i don't want to say it frustrates me but it does frustrate me because mm-hmm. god has given us everything we need yeah and everything we there's nothing else He can give us, he's given us everything we need. We just don't use the keys to access.
1: Mm. You know, I, I heard a quote this week and I cannot remember where I heard it from, but it said information without understanding is nothing. And I feel like particularly believers, a lot of believers have been in this space you know when you're talking about god has given us the access he's given us everything that we need we can quote the scriptures our folks can quote the scriptures but they don't understand them because they just it's um i love how you talk about like the nursery rhymes and we use nursery rhymes of like our trauma or our dysfunction but i also believe that that happens kind of with scripture it's just rote memory you know they know how to say the scriptures but they don't truly understand it because if you were to understand that the earth is the lord's and the fullness thereof if you were to really like understand that if you were to understand that um you know, I'm trying to think of a scripture, but if you if you were to really understand that faith without works is dead, if you were to truly understand with Joel 2 and 25, that he came and that he, he has the ability to restore all. Like if you understood that, the word of God says to study, to show thyself as proof. Having the information, but not having the understanding does nothing for us. So what I want to acknowledge or admonish not only believers, but our adult children. Because listen, I have four adult children. Me and my husband have eight children in total. Four of them are adults and I get it all the time. I'm this way because, and I try to help them understand the information I have is all that I was able to give you in that space. Now that you have more information than me, I pray that you have a greater understanding and you can do better than me. I was 18 years old. I was 20. By the time I was 21, I had two kids. Two of my kids are 21 and 23. I look at them and I think, what in the heck was I doing raising kids? Right? I had no, I hadn't, I had the information. I knew how to have a baby, but I didn't have the understanding of how to properly raise a child, thank God for the most part, they turned out great. Will they point fingers? Will they? Yes, of course. You know, but I, I believe if we truly, there's a quote, there's a saying, um, the four agreements and it says, seek first to understand then to be understood. I feel that if we actively engaged in understanding, understanding God, Understanding ourselves, understanding others. I don't believe in editing or making excuses for the trauma that, you know, was inflicted on me and some things that happened to me or happened for me as I understand. But I also am in this space of my parents were 15 and 16. So if I want grace for how I raised my, I have to extend that same grace.
0: Yeah, that, that, uh, <laughs> uh, the grace that makes me think about going back to the nursery rhyme that makes me think about, um, I literally, literally when sometimes when I'm triggered with my ex, not wanting to go back, but like bitterness comes up. Right. And I was just telling someone today that God was like, but everyone has a, Everyone can change their mind. Anyone can change their mind. Like I I I I gave free will. I gave free will. And me actively engaging is just surrendering over to the Lord. Um in in my feelings, right? I, I'm gonna acknowledge them because it's foul I, I, and I'm going to repent because I had to repent, right? I saw a picture of my ex a few weeks ago and it just brought up bitterness. And, and I, I gave, that was the name. And I had to repent, you know, and, um, because I'm in a better space. And that's the thing I always like to tell people, sometimes you think a replacement will replace. Mm-hmm. It doesn't replace the fingerprint. The fingerprint mm-hmm. is still there, right? And so, although I'm newly happily married, it doesn't still replace what was done, but I can surrender those feelings over to the Lord. And when I surrender, then I can stop the nursery rhyme. Then I can say, you know what, but I've hurt people too. And that's the thing that the Lord had to help me understand is, well, boo, you hurt people too. Like it wasn't just your ex, but your ex hurt you. But before that, you heard some folks too. Bro. I don't want to. I don't want that. I don't want for all your business out there. But, but we have to be on. That's being honest, right? Yeah. That, that nobody is perfect. We live in an imperfect world, but God is still good. God is still. Faithful. God is still just. God is love. Someone asked me today, "What, what is the definition of love?" And I said, "God. God is love." it is so simple it is so pure it is so peaceful it is everything that you need but again like you said it is that understanding that people lack and i think um, a lot a lot in this day and age so many believers want to be entertained Mm. instead of really digging down and what my pastor used to say is i shouldn't have to entertain you i should be able to read a scripture and that thing should just excite you to the utmost right But some of, uh, unfortunately I think technology has created this environment where there is this stimulus that we need, right? Um, But faith, we don't use our five senses with faith, right? Our our trust and faith and hope in the Lord is without our five senses. Mm -hmm. In this day and age, we rely so heavily on those five senses, you know, you know, I always, I think about this. and so many people are entertained by funny, by funny videos on TikTok, right? They're not entertained by reading the word. And, and, and but the word is really the answer. Mm-hmm. TikTok is not the answer. Funny videos on people dancing is not the answer. And so, and so I think we, we also are feeding, we're feeding our, 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 our subconscious in a way
1: when we really should be feeding it with the word. Mm, You know, as, as you were talking, I just heard the Lord say, it's the placebo effect. Mm -hmm. What we've done, what we've gotten with this, with TikTok and Instagram and Facebook, and, and I'm going to, you know, be completely transparent and because I've spent, Hours scrolling and laughing and, you know, and I I realized it's the placebo effect. So I have had to have moments and I'm actually on a sabbatical from social media currently because I'm like, I have to disconnect. I refuse to make anything my idol I have to go back to the playbook but this placebo makes you feel like you're getting the healing you're getting the you're getting the validation you're getting those things and especially if you get a couple of likes and shares and comments up in there now really that all the 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 trauma all the the um the the way that your family didn't validate you the way your husband doesn't validate you you get a good video up there that goes viral now you think you're somebody but really it's empty just like the placebo it's empty right the word of god is the only cure god is the only cure and when you I was talking to one of my clients uh, yesterday and I was sharing something, you know, it seems like whenever I'm I'm doing my devotion, which is daily, I'll have something It's like it's like soul food to me. You know, it's so good. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, how did I not read this before? It goes back to our first kind of conversation that we talked about. I am now reading the word of God through a healed set of lenses or healing set of lenses. So when I read it, I don't feel scared or confused or worried. I feel like my daddy is talking some good talk up in this book. Mm -hmm. And so I'm able to take it like medicine Mm -hmm. and I'm able to not um, look at it like, I can't do nothing or, Oh, it's so restrictive. It's so liberating when I read the word of God. Now it's liberating, but it's because I stopped taking those placebos. If we substitute, if we, if you know, for my vegetarians, pescatarians, uh people out there that have restricted diets, when you have a restricted diet, you always have to take some type of vitamin to supplement. You have to because our body was created to consume certain things. Right. And so now you're taking these supplements. But what is your I want to question the audience and I want to pose a question. What, What are you supplementing? What are you supplementing? Because your diet isn't robust because your diet doesn't have all the fruits and vegetables that it needs to be nourished. What are you using to supplement? Uh, it's funny, I was a, uh, some years ago,
0: I was a, uh, my church, had did a fast and basically just fruits and vegetables, you know, and, um, and I was able to do it. And then I was like, oh, wow, I, this could be my lifestyle. And, and then it, it was a little, you know, I lost a lot of weight. I, I didn't have, I only drunk water and fruits and vegetables. I did still eat starchy vegetables because I, I needed the potatoes. Um, mm-hmm. But I got smaller than what I was in in um, high school, and a girlfriend of mine was like, uh, she she looked at the back of me and she was like, uh, "Girl, losing a little weight there."
1: <laughs> I was like, uh, "Okay,
0: okay." Basically saying, "You need some meat, girl. You need <laughs> you need some meat." But you know. It, it makes, all of that makes me think about conditioning.
1: Mm. Right? Um,
0: and you have to condition yourself, you know, just like a trainer. When when a tra- trainer is training someone, you're conditioning your body in order to do whatever you needed to do. And I was talking to a um, a young person at school some months ago, and I was like, And we were talking about the mind. And I said, I want you to think of your mind in a way, almost as if you broke your ankle and you got to go to physical therapy. Well, you go to physical therapy, they do little exercises, right? And you're like, oh, this feels better. But then they give you a sheet of paper, give you something to say, hey, boo boo, you got to do these at home, Mm. right? And so oftentimes, people always do it while they're in physical therapy. They don't do it at home. See, the work is at home. You know, that, and it's just like therapy. When you go to the therapist, the therapist is doing exercises with you, talking to you. Typically, they give you homework. They, they want you to work on something at home. When you don't get in a routine and condition your mind, And that's what it is. You're conditioning, just like you would condition a broken ankle. Yeah. To strengthen itself, to get better, Mm -hmm. right? Sometimes you need assistance, which is why we need a physical therapist, a doctor, a therapist, a counselor, right? To kind of get you on track. But you got to do something at home. But that is where the work is. Mm -hmm. And that is the piece where when you consistently do it, God will give you that understanding. Mm -hmm. Right? You got to be on that frequency now. If you're not on the right frequency, you ain't going to hear his voice. You got to be on the right frequency to hear because it's a small, still voice. But you got to be a seeker and be conditioning yourself at home. We got to, you know, I always say our mindset is like a flabby stomach, right? Like it just don't go nowhere. And even all of those people, all them Hollywoods and they got them six packs. Guess what? they still got to condition their body. It don't stay because our minds are resistant. We this simple, this simple thing is resistant. Yeah. One to live right, do right and be right. It's resistant, which is why we need the playbook, which is why the word of God was written so that we would know what to do in specific times and specific situations when we even don't know what to do playbook is written so very well. Yeah. There's nothing else that needs to be added to it, but you got to condition yourself to look and search and, and seek and meditate and yeah. you know so you can have a understanding but so many people, you know, want this surface. They want this surface relationship. Yeah. God wants to have a real relationship with with people you know he, mm-hmm. he doesn't want the surface he, he wants I love the movie The Shack where it, I love they gave me a nice really good picture that I love when they were at the dinner table and the, the man said I love Sam Worthington I think he's cute but anyway <laughs> I love Sam Worthington but he said he said to God he was like you guys are asking me questions and but don't you already know mm. and so they said we already know but we want to hear it from you Mm -hmm. we want to hear it from you god knows where you are he knows what you're going through but he wants to hear it from you but again it's that acknowledgement once you acknowledge then 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 you can start moving towards that active engagement right but again it's just not a one-time it's not one it's not a one-stop shop it's 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 24-7. That renewal of our mind is 24-7 because this flabby, this flabby stomach mind up here, I'm telling you, it don't want to do right, be right, or live right.
1: <laughs> it doesn't. You know, I have, all of my children are athletes. And so I think that's why God gives me kind of like these metaphors that are associated with uh, sports. My youngest son, so my, my boys, they all play football. My youngest son, is an amazing football player. All three of them, amazing amazing football players. My youngest son, they're preparing for the season. Now the season doesn't start until end of July, early August. However, they have been preparing since May, end of May, early early or beginning of May, early April. And I remember telling him he would be like, "Well, why do we have to go to football practice now when The season doesn't, and I said, because it's that conditioning. You talked about the conditioning. In order for you to win this game of life, you have to condition yourself. You have to be in with with your team, you know, get you a team. I talk about the three T's to success. And one of the T's is your tribe. Looking at your tribe, who's around you that's going to help you win this game? Because if you are only in, in, um, on a team with people that are unbelievers, that don't believe, that have that, that mindset, that negative mindset, more than likely, sis, you ain't going to win. And then you need to look at your thinking. You need to look at, okay, Do I, I tell my son, do you realize that most games are won before they even get on the court? before they get on the basketball court, before they get on the football field, before you enter the track, because I have some track stars, some basketball players, and I tell all my kids, you win or lose before you even step on. You do because it starts here. It starts in your mind. If your mind, if if you look at your competition, what's our competition? Our past. What's our competition are are the giant, the, the, the mountains, the giants, the fact that we weren't chosen, the um, insecurities, th- those are our opponents. So if we're looking at them and we're like, I can't win this, they're bigger than me. They're stronger than me. But if you look on that and you like to, to my advantage, I'm going to win. I have no choice but to win because greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. If you understand that and your thinking is right, your tribe is right. And then lastly, you're willing to take action because that's great. If you, it it doesn't stop that, you know, a lot of these self-help guru rules, they're just like the positive mindset. Okay, great. Like, okay, we could all sit around and, and just think positive. But if we don't ever take any action, nothing will happen. So now you gotta lace up your cleats. You gotta lace up your tennis shoes because you have the playbook. You've been coached up. You've had the conditioning. Now you are ready to get in this game. And if you if your mindset is right and you believe you are gonna win, you are gonna win. The word of God says that men or women as they think in their heart, so are they. Amen. <laughs> so,
0: the, so the answer is get in the game. Get in the game. Get in the, even even when you don't know.
1: Get in the game. Get,
0: get in. Get in the game. It makes me think about. Uh, I have a a young man who's like a son to me, and he was interested in this girl. And I said, Is she an eagle, or she a chick? And he said, Uh. <laughs> I think she an eagle. I said, "Well, I I I That's what you need. You need an eagle. You need an eagle who's willing to fly. You don't need a chicken who has wings and don't use. Them. Mm. You 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 need an eagle that knows how to trust the wind just by opening their wings. Come on. Right? You need that's what you need in your life. So he was like, I I don't know. I was like, well, you need to find out. And I (laughs) truly believe that is what God is calling us to. He's calling us to a place to take that leap. He's calling us as women to take. It's so much going on in the world. It's so much going on in the world. And the one thing the Lord had to to help me understand and realize is it is so much going on in the world. But guess what? I'm still performing miracle signs and wonders every day every day every day and so you can't take your focus off so just like in the conditioning where's your focus Mm. you can't take your eyes off of the prize you can't take your eyes off of 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 the lord because once you take your eyes off that flabby mindset i'm telling you don't want to do no sit-ups push-ups don't want to work out don't want to get out of the bed i'm telling you it, it just it doesn't want to conform and you have to bring you have to bring your mindset your mindset into subjection and that's the surrender piece and that's the place i think a lot of women struggle because of our trust issues That surrendering is a is a is a, a a hard place to be with rejection and abandonment and abuse and, mm-hmm. and being vulnerable you know um and learning how to be vulnerable with the lord yeah you know and and that is the space when the soil can open up yeah the space you know when the soil can get loose because that's when the growth happens Is when the soil is loose and that is the place that god wants our heart to be he he wants our heart to be loose so that he can get down and dig deep and love on us even the more because it is his love yeah you know, it is his love that supersedes and goes beyond anything that we've ever gone through. But again, it, it's, it's breaking through. You got to break through that breakthrough.
1: Yes, you have to. You know, it's, it's interesting. Um, I have my set time. Part of my active engagement is having like my non-negotiables. And one of my non-negotiables is my prayer and my devotion daily, right? This is something that I have to do daily. And I I found myself being, you know, being completely transparent um, and like this rope prayer, like, Lord, I thank you for the dead, you know, bless the people. This morning, I was completely vulnerable and I felt that soil crack because I was upset. You know, the word of God says, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. I believe that when we come to God like that and like a child, my children, every last one of them, if I tell them, I, I hardly ever tell them when we about to do something, hardly ever. Because if I do, there will be a minimum of five times that they say, are we leaving yet? Are we going there? Are we? Da-da-da? So you're right. So many promises have been prophesied over my life that this is going to happen. This is gonna, And I'm like, I came to my father today like one of my kids. Now, Lord, unless these folks is false prophets, unless you know, but but even going to your word, your word says that I will be the head and not the tail. Yeah, and I know you can't lie. These folks might have lied, but I know you can't lie. Your word says that you will make me above and not believe. So what's up? When, when we get in there, God. When, you know, I had to come to him like my babies come to me. Are, are we going yet? Are we are we there yet? When is it going to happen, Lord? And then just trust and believe. But I, I promise you going to God in that space of vulnerability. I believe that a lot of um, there's been a lot of. Um, oh, I want to use the right words. A lot of harm that has been done when we haven't taught people to put their trust in God. And we've put our trust in pastors and leaders and bishops. Although I honor the men and women of God, I believe we always have to point them back to God. And when people don't understand that they can go directly to God and that they can be vulnerable with him, be open with him. In fact, he's waiting. He's waiting for us. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, as we're wrapping up, that's really I think the sentiment is get in the game and trust the coach. Get in the game, trust the coach and, and make a move because God honors movement. Mm, amen. Amen. And I think
0: I think also the piece of we have we have put a lot of pastors above God and not realizing that the, the veil was ripped and it was ripped for you a veil yeah. was ripped for you. You have access. We don't have to go to a priest. You don't have to go to your pastor. You can call on the name of the Lord on your own. And and they don't have any more than what you have. You know, and, and, and so sometimes people think, Oh, well, if I can just get so and so to pray for me. No. Sometimes sometimes God wants to hear from you. Yeah. Why 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 cause why what what, what do they have that you don't have? Yeah. What? You know, and, and and it's so true. And I think sometimes we look at pastors in a way, and I don't know how this happened, but we look at them as not being human. And they're so human, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And we criticize when they fall. But we all fall. Yeah, yeah. But, but, but them falling does not negate the anointing. It doesn't negate the gift. Yeah, either way, we're supposed to honor it because guess what? That's between Him and God. I ain't got nothing to do with that. But we look, unfortunately, we look at man and we can't look at man and we have to look at the Lord. And so, mm-hmm. that was that right there is so key mm-hmm. to us healing as well. Yeah, it's, it is not about man, it's about God, it's about the playbook, it's about your heart, mm-hmm. it is about the surrendering, it is about conditioning. Girl, we didn't been in the we didn't been gardening. We didn't, Come been, on. School, we didn't <laughs> been in the catch. Girl, we didn't been at we didn't been by we didn't been in the nest. Girl, we we didn't went all out. the way around. <laughs> yeah,
1: this is good. This is my my Gigi grandma used to say, if you didn't get something out of here, it's a great possibility that you ain't got nothing. So, <laughs> because we took people all the way around and, and I believe. And I, I, am prayerfully believing that everyone that listens is going to have something to take away. That is, that is, I know my heart. I know that that is your heart and we just want you all to get in the game and be a better you, be a better you.
0: Amen. I typically have my, my guests, whoa, my listeners. So that's words of encouragement, but you just, you just Mm -hmm. summed it all up. Get in the game.
1: Yes. (laughs) Because
0: guess what? If you don't, somebody else will. That's right,
1: come on. Somebody always waiting to take your spot. Somebody always. is
0: always waiting to take your spot, but in the same regard, there's always enough seats at the table for you. Yes, so good. You gotta, You gotta, you know, there's always, cause a lot of times, you know, people will see us and see your accomplishments, my accomplishments, oh, that's where I wanna be. But guess what? All you gotta do is get in the game. All it takes is a step.
1: That's it.
0: Take take that action. It just takes a step. If you wanna start a podcast, if you wanna become a coach, an influencer, a TikTok dance, whatever. Like whatever it is, you just gotta take that step and God will do the rest. You know, it's almost almost that that exercise where you're, you're standing in the center And there's a circle of people around you and you close your eyes and you just fall back Mm -hmm. and you are trusting that somebody is going to catch you. Mm -hmm. And that's what, that's what living is. That's what this journey of life is. It is all about falling back and just knowing that God's got you. He's going to catch you when you fall. Yeah. And when you fall, guess what? He's going to push you right back.
1: Yeah.
0: Right in the center where you're supposed to be. We're all we're all the apple of his eye. Mm -hmm. God loves, he loves you. I mean, I'm telling you, he loves the I don't know what out of you. (laughs) I don't know what out of you. And I'm truly thankful. I'm so thankful for you coming on, Mrs. Tamika. I keep saying Mrs. I like to keep saying that because (laughs) you have a whole testimony about that. And um I'm truly thankful for the work that you're doing, the ministry that you're doing. And whether it's pain, healing, whatever it is, I'm so glad that you took that step.
1: Thank you so much. And, you know, I just want to echo back my gratitude for the work that you're doing and for the people that you are touching. And I I just want us all to know, like you said, I love that you said that there's enough room for us all at the table. And if you feel like anyone listening, if you feel like there's not any room, build your own table. And then that way you can invite others to come sit with you. Amen. (laughs) I got to add that one on. Build your own table. Yes. (laughs) Yes.
0: Cause guess what? Cause God is a creator and He can create from nothing. Absolutely, But you gotta come out of that box. It's time. Yes. To that, it's time to come out of that box and, and and really be all that God destined you to be, even when you even when you in your mother's womb and it's coming to pass and the promises of God is coming to pass. Mm. So you, Misses Misses Tamika, I gotta say double Misses
1: message
0: is Tamika because (laughs) I'm telling you God is God is doing something and I and I'm so thankful that we connected and that we met and um so if people want to get in contact with you um where can they go where can they find you
1: yeah so if you go I made it extremely easy just go to Tuesday with Tamika Dot com, And you could find out more about my podcast. You could find out more about any of my programs and services. I would love to gift your audience just for listening. My free healed girls journal. It is really a planner that helps you through seven days of, of starting that practice and getting that movement going. So if you go over to my website and click down, go all the way down and just click the free journal and it's yours to have again thank you so so much sis for having me on your podcast uh, you could find me at tamika thomas everywhere on social media i'm pretty active my TikTok is starting to do some things you know but i ain't on there dancing i'm on there talking talking good talk about god and healing but you know god uses what we have and he blows it up right we co-create with god so i would love to be in contact with your Uh, listeners and and I'm blessed to have been God to really put us together so thank you again for having me on you're welcome you're welcome so at
0: the end of every show I always love to do an affirmation and you can do that with me I used to do it by myself but when I ever have guests I'm like oh yeah I can have someone do it with me okay so repeat after me I am a lioness queen I am a lioness queen God wants me to rise up
1: God wants me to rise up. He wants me to take the rightful place. He wants me to take the rightful place. As the Queen I am. As the Queen I am. He wants me to be residue free. He wants me to be residue free. Intentional in my fight. Intentional in my fight. Stand
0: on the Word of God.
1: Stand on the Word of God.
0: Realize I am a masterpiece.
1: Realize I am a masterpiece. I am. I am I am I am I am enough I am enough I am a queen with a purpose I am a queen with purpose amen amen I love that
0: thank you so much thank you Thank you for supporting the Lioness Queen podcast. Please subscribe to this podcast and share this podcast. Also, follow me on social media and reach out, either on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, and Pinterest. Don't forget to check out our new online radio station, The Lioness Queen Inspiration Station. You can get the link on our website, www.iamthelionessqueen.com, and email me. I would love to hear from you on how this ministry is inspiring you to live totally residue free my email is i am the queen at gmail.com come back next tuesday at 3 p.m for more from the lioness queen